Create Art Podcast. Ways to be more creative. Hello, friends. This is Timothy Kimo Bryan, head instigator of Create Art Podcast, part of the Gagopod Network of Podcasts. And I have over 20 years of experience in various disciplines of art, ranging from poetry, theater, music, and podcasting. My mission is to help you unlock your creativity and help you overcome any barrier you may encounter, including your inner critic. So this podcast is all about creating more than we consume. But many people ask me, how can they be creative? That's a difficult question to answer for me as I take inspiration from the world around me through observation, experience, and research. So it's never really been hard for me to find inspiration or creativity. For me, it's just natural curiosity. But I do want to tackle this question in a unique way from a point of feeling blocked as I really don't believe in writer's block or artist's block. Now, I'm taking my cue from Seth Godin, who asks, have you ever heard of a plumber having plumber's block? Okay, plumber's crack is one thing. Plumber's block is nothing. Okay, they do the work and move on to the next client. Now, I view art as a craft that needs to be exercised and continually improved upon. And I realize that not everyone shares my viewpoint or has had my experiences. I'll tackle this by talking to you about when I'm feeling uninspired and what I do to get over that. Now, if you want to get a hold of me and discuss how you get more creative, please reach out. I've got many ways to be reached. My email is uh, timothy at createartpodcast.com. Website is createartpodcast.com. Facebook and Instagram at Create Art Podcast, and Twitter is at Create Art Pod. Now, I try to be intentional with my creativity. And some people call it planning my spontaneity. I actually plan out time in my day to do something, whether that be painting or writing or putting this podcast together. Yes, podcasting has many art forms associated with it. Writing, audio enhancement, show art web design, the music you heard at the beginning. These are all forms of art. But yes, I start out with making a time and a place for it. Now, it doesn't always work out, but more times than not, if I make the time, make an appointment with myself, I can knock something out. I do lead a hectic lifestyle with a three-hour commute, 40-hour-plus uh, work week, twins, stepson, wife, and nephew all under my roof, not to mention two cats, and all that needs to happen to run this place on top of podcasting and on top of art. But yes, I take the time out. At the end of the day, usually, during a commute, when I'm on break at work, even if it's only for a few minutes, I make it happen, and sometimes it is forced, but my initial intent is to get it down on paper, not judge it, but to get it out of my head, because I don't think we have yet invented a machine 
that can totally read my mind. Maybe Google can. But they aren't talking to me about that. Once I get my time set, I make it my time. No texts, no social media. I have some good music uh, playing in the background usually. Water or coffee. And I'm set up and ready to go to work. Be intentional. Sit down and just put something down without thought of what the final product is going to be. Now, once I get it down in its primal form, usually I'm pretty well exhausted. You know, it's a workout for my brain. And when I wrote the script for this podcast, for this episode specifically, it's about 10.30 p.m. on a Friday night while I'm washing clothes. That is the time I have, so I use it. Later on, I'll read through the script, make edits, and then hit record. Get it down. And then just be, let that be enough. All right, so on to the next thing. Another trick that I do is read a lot. Now, I've said in previous episodes that I used a website that would pop up random websites according to certain parameters that I placed in it. Unfortunately, that website no longer exists. But there's other things you can do, like setting in your newsfeed on Flipboard or Google or whatever you're getting your newsfeeds from. And I have a few newsfeeds going through the Flipboard service, and it's free. And it gives me what I want, such as podcasting, avant-garde art, poetry, painting, and a bunch of other things. There's even a thing for coffee. There's a lot of people writing about coffee. Now, there's no shame in grabbing ideas from other people. Please, hey, do it. Grab ideas from me if you want. That's why I do the podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Go figure. But the variety, but having variety is the key. Don't pigeonhole yourself into an echo chamber. Read widely. I read about 25 to 30 books a year. So some people read more. I know people that read over 100 books a year. I know people that don't read at all. I'm going to recommend get to your local library, get on Goodreads, set a challenge for yourself, and read. Doesn't matter if you're reading fiction or nonfiction. Just get out there and read. I subscribe to the Paris Review and Poetry magazine. They're not giving me any uh, any uh, extra money to say that. But yeah, I do subscriptions to the magazine, to the paper magazine. And it will do you a world of good because it exposes you to new ideas. Make yourself a well-rounded person, not a specialist. And even the best specialists have outside interests. By doing this, I have grown as an artist and as a person. Heck, I read and listen to Seth Godin. He's a marketing guru. He's going to blow your mind. And he's a welcome and steadying voice in my head. So I want to say thanks to Seth for that and for being that steadying voice in my head. Now, here's a wild idea. Walk away from the work that you're doing. Absolutely, yes, I said it. Walk away. Walk away if you can't get past a block. Start something new. Explore something else. Go live life and get inspired by it. There's so much going on around the around in the world. You know, go for a walk around your block. Notice things. 
Now, I know in this day and age, what we're facing right now can be scary. But you know what? I ate dirt as a kid, and I'm fine. Go out there safely, but go out and forget about the project for some time. We sometimes need to let our subconscious do some of the work for us until we know, you know, until we can get the answers in life. We just need to get out of our own way sometimes. And, you know, we only use 10% of our conscious brain. That leaves 90% of our unconscious brain. Let that part do some work, okay? Just besides dreams, let that part figure out what the issue is and how to get over that block. Whatever you're doing, put it down, take a break. Your brain's going to hurt if you're putting your all into it. But if you're just getting frustration and that's feeding your inner critic, take the food away from the inner critic. Starve that inner critic. Sometimes I will stand up, walk out, play with the kids, and then the solution will come to me. Or I'll take a nap and boom, my dream gave me the clue I needed. Something else you may want to do, and this seems pretty common sense, is ask for help. And sometimes you just need to ask for help. And that can come from many forms, like paying an expert to get you through a tough spot, or talking about your project with a trusted friend or mentor. By the way, go find a mentor. Not it, not here, okay? <laughs> well, I, I can help you out, but I'm not, not going to be your mentor. See if they can, you know, give you some perspective. Remember, this is going out in the world. Whatever your project is, is going out there. Yeah, we can make art for ourselves, but as humans, we want to share or get paid for our art with someone else. Put it out there before it's finished and see what happens. Now, you're going to need to be thick-skinned and realize that the person you show it to may not know that this is a work in progress. In fact, if you're showing it to someone who isn't in your circle of trusted advisors, don't necessarily tell them. See what happens. Experiment with your audience this way and see what their re reaction is going to be. You might be surprised. The work may be done and good enough to hang on a wall. More than likely, it's not. But if it works... Boom, you knocked the project off your list. Go buy a lottery ticket and give me 10%. That's all I'm going to charge you. The next thing you want to do is change your routine. If something is working for you, it may be that you're too comfortable. Now, we all need tension in our lives, and stress is good in moderation just like anything else. Let's say you use a black Bic pen to write. Go buy a tool pen. Your fingers are going to thank me later. Uh, your pocketbook won't because they're more expensive than big pens, but give it a shot. You know, change if you're a writer and you write it down on a piece of paper, change the pen that you use. Change the color of the pen. Instead of writing in black, write in purple. If you write, stop writing. Go paint a picture. You know, it's going to look like a four-year-old on crack painted it. Use it as the book cover and work it somehow into the story. Okay, again, I'll take 10%. So you go ahead and send it to the Create Art Podcast Patreon page, all right? Being comfortable can breed complacency. Look at bodybuilders. 
they don't just lift one muscle. They don't have one huge bicep and the rest of their body is bleh. They do the whole body. Whatever your discipline, go do something else. You're going to gain some perspective. Worst case scenario, you toss it away. Best case scenario is that you find something new to do with your life. Again, the 10% rule applies in this instance as well. Go outside your normal. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but finish a small project and see where it goes. Take lessons. You know, take the lessons learned and apply it to that project. Sometimes we forget the simplest steps because they are so simple and we are so comfortable doing them. So become a beginner again and see if that helps you out. Now, this last suggestion, this one is going to be the toughest one for some people to take. And some people are going to scream out, heresy! Prepare yourself, sit down, have a stiff drink ready. You ready? Good. Drop the project. Tear it up. Burn it. Get rid of any trace of the project. You know, you may have to come to terms with the fact that you do not possess the skill necessary and you don't have the ability to verbalize what you want to do. It's getting in the way of your if it's getting in the way of your life and your artistic path, it needs to be removed. It needs to be obliterated. Now, if you need to, hold a ceremony for it. By all means, write about the project that failed miserably. And wait, there's a new idea for a new project. See, you'll never really totally destroy the project. You may just need to abandon it for all time. It could be your unfinished symphony that some 12-year-old protege finishes for you 50 years after you died. Who knows? Some projects are not meant to see the light of day. You know, reuse it in uh, Frankenstein ex- uh, experiments. Heck, maybe you can make a show about all your failed projects. And voila, another idea, another project, and that'll be another 10% in my pocket. Hey, I, I got kids, remember? They need shoes, and they got to eat, right? But seriously, if the project is not going to happen, then you need to face that fact Move on and leave it alone. Does it hurt? You bet it does. Are you abandoning your child? I say with air quotes. Yes, you are. But at some point, it's taking too much mind space and it's not paying off. One question I used to ask people was if I could wave a magic wand and wipe away any barriers to a project you want to do, what would that project be and would that be the only project you were known for. Everything else you'd done would never been discovered. Very few people that I talked to said that that project would be the only one that they would be known for. Now I want you to take a look around your space. Look at your collection. Do you have just one vinyl record, one CD, one piece of art, one book in your home? No, you usually have many, many more than that. Now, Some folks may be one-hit wonders, but those folks are lucky and should play the lottery and give me 10% for renting my headspace. As I've said, read widely, listen widely, 
the art that really resonates with us shows progression. It takes us on a journey with the artist. If you have listened to all of my episodes, you would have seen my progression from someone, you know, stubbing their toes in in this form to a person who you're listening to right now, a person who speaks about podcasts at conferences, a person who runs two podcasts, has a third one in the works, a person that has been interviewed by other podcasters, a person like you who has insecurities, my therapist gets 10%, who has had that inner critic, hence, that's why I have a therapist, I have that inner critic in me as well. I'm a person who's always looking for the next thing I will make. And I'm a person whose ultimate fear is that I will never create again because of some unknown or irrational reason. You know what? I get it. This can be scary sometimes. It can be lonely. You think you're hearing crickets and that's your only audience. And then someone writes you an email or sees you walking down the street or hears your voice and says, hey, aren't you the podcast guy while you're playing with your kids in the park? True story, by the way. Those moments will happen for you. Keep at it. Notice I said moments. Now it's up to you to make those moments happen. It won't happen if you just sit there and listen to me. Go create some art. Let me know what you're doing. Pop on the show. Talk with me about creativity, art, inspiration, or whatever you have on your mind. I have 11 topics to pick from if you can't come up with anything, and I'll send you the list, and then we can see where, where we want to go from it from there. So today, I'd like to thank you for taking time out and listening. If you know somebody who would benefit from this gentle kick in the pants, send them my way. I'm at createartpodcast.com. You can email me, Timothy at createartpodcast.com. Instagram and Facebook groups are at createartpodcast and the Twitter at createartpod. Now, when I wrote this on 13 March of 2020, I'm improving the website slowly but surely. See, I do practice what I preach. I don't necessarily know everything that I'm doing. And I do ask my good friend Kyle Bondo over at Gagglepod Studios uh, to, uh, to, to give me a little bit of a hand here and there. Now, you can catch him in all of our shows at gagglepod.com. That's G-A-G-G-L-E-P-O-D.com. And see what we got cooking up. Now, if you want to start your own podcast, we can help. If you need some uh, hints and tips on which podcast you need to listen to, let us know. We'd be happy to help you. So until next time, embrace the blank page. It lets you know you have fought hard enough to see another day. Create more than you consume. And we'll see you next episode.